Native American leaders from all over the country are in Washington to meet with President Obama on Monday at his last Tribal Nations Conference. Meanwhile, in North Dakota, protesters remain camped out in opposition to a controversial oil pipeline. Inside Energy's Lee Patterson reports that the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and others are bringing issues from the prairie all the way to the capital. One of the biggest issues on the table. The key to the trust relationship between the United States and those tribes. Meaningful government-to-government consultation. Consultation, says Harold Frazier, chairman of the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe in South Dakota, speaking at a recent forum on Capitol Hill. What constitutes real consultation has become central to the fight, both on the ground and in court, over the Dakota Access Pipeline. That project, if completed, would carry Bakken crude oil over a thousand miles from North Dakota to Illinois. Members of the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, along with others drumming and chanting at the protest camps, are worried that the pipeline could contaminate their water and disturb ancestral sites. So they sued, in part over alleged violations of the National Historic Preservation Act. It's if there's concern that traditional cultural properties will be harmed or disrupted, then tribes have a right to be consulted. Even if those properties aren't on tribal land, says Sarah Krakoff. She's a professor at the University of Colorado, specializing in American Indian law and natural resources law. Their hope and their sense is that they're not being consulted just to have a box checked, a consultation check. But those are the exact words that some leaders use to describe consultation between their tribe and the federal government. In court documents, the Standing Rock Sioux say the consultation process for the Dakota Access Pipeline was, quote, fundamentally flawed. They allege that the consulting agency, that's the Army Corps of Engineers, didn't give them enough time to respond, that they sent a generic form letter to initiate consultation, and didn't consider all of the areas that could have been affected by construction. But here's the thing. Another court document, the judge's decision denying the tribe's motion, is a laundry list of dates that the Army Corps of Engineers did contact the tribe or tried to and just never heard back. So why do these two parties have such vastly different views on the same process? Sarah Krakoff again. Sometimes what the agencies think of as adequate you know, and with all good intentions, do not feel adequate from the tribal side, either because the process isn't actually meaningful to them, it doesn't accord with their time frame and their decision frame, and frankly, their staffing abilities. The Standing Rock Sioux is not the first tribe to bring a lawsuit over consultation on energy infrastructure projects. The desert is quiet except for the sounds of a crackling fire and the singing of ancient songs. That was KAWC reporter Michelle Faust reporting on the Quitsan tribe of Arizona. We feel like that's our ancestors that you're disturbing. With the construction of a wind farm, said tribal administrator Vernon Smith. The Quitsan sued over that wind farm in 2012 and over a solar project in 2010, both on land in California close to their reservation. And now you're seeing this play out in the courtrooms, you know, with Dakota Access. You know, these issues are going to be debated and they're going to be litigated all over the United States. This is happening more and more, says Troy Ide. He's a Denver-based attorney with the law firm Greenberg Traurig and co-chairs its American Indian Law Group. Ide attributes this trend to the Obama administration's efforts to beef up consultation guidelines between tribes and federal agencies. You know, so so the point is, are, are there more arrows in the litigation quiver? And the answer is yes, there are many more. 
Dakota Access may prove to be a turning point in the evolution of this consultation process. When a judge sided against the Standing Rock Sioux tribe earlier this month, the Department of Justice stepped in immediately afterwards with a surprise announcement. It ordered a section of pipeline construction to stop and called for serious discussion to ensure meaningful tribal input into infrastructure projects. For Inside Energy, I'm Lee Patterson. For more on the Dakota Access Pipeline protests, check us out at InsideEnergy.org.